going on, baseball fans? My name is Zach Green, and we're back with another podcast here today. How's it going, Jordan? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Excited that spring training just started back up. It's good to see the boys back out there. Oh, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm, We both just got done watching the, the Giants. I, I think they won. Or no, it was a tie because of the seven innings. Seven, yeah, the seven, seven yeah. inning game. But, uh, you know, we got We got to see Marco Luciano. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, as far as uh, the season goes or as far as spring training goes, you know, I, I know we're talking, I was talking about this earlier with you, but a lot of the, a lot of the COVID cases are down, you know, a lot of the announcers, I know Mike Kruko, John Miller, all those guys, and I'm sure as well as uh, a lot of the older guys from other uh, teams are getting vaccinated. So things are, so things, things, things are on the up uh, upswing. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, her, uh, I saw that the Giants are trying to have fans back in the stadium. If we can, I mean, when I get back from, I know when we get back from college, like we would love, we would kill to go and see the Giants and Oracle. Yeah, I, I would hope that they have at least, I mean, they're going to try to have fans this season. I think they will at some point. I know a lot of the owners weren't willing to start up the season until they could have fans. So I, I, I'm I'm still optimistic. Yeah, me uh, too. I mean, yeah, COVID's down, so it's yeah. We gotta hope. We gotta hope to get back. I mean, we can only hope to get back fans in the same. But I mean, if it's not, like, we gotta do its best best for people's health. So if we can't get back, it's fine. But we would love to get back in there and watch a game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I guess the first. I mean, not really baseball related. I guess you know. I, I yeah, not really baseball related at all. I mean, it is. It involves uh, Mickey Calloway. I know he's been in the the news lately. Um, I believe he was the ex ex Mets coach as well. If it, Mets if manager, was, yeah, yeah, he was the Mets manager. Um, and then he was the he was just the current pitching coach of the Angels, right? Yep. So is he, he current, was the pitch, or probably won't be current. Former, anymore, former, former. I think he. Former, yeah, former. There you go. Um. So yeah, I, I know. Uh, we got it. We got it on the notes here. I, I think you probably know a little bit more about it than me, but you want to just talk about it, him a bit? Yeah, man. So, I mean, I actually did a, did a little assignment on it for one of my classes. Um, he was just sexually, like, harassing a few, uh, I think it was five women reporters. Uh, he was, like, I'm saying, like, information on the club if you send me explicit photos or something around that area. But, um, yeah, man, there's just – there's absolutely no room in baseball for that kind of stuff. I mean, and especially nowadays, women women are in sports more than ever, you know? I mean, for example, we got Alyssa Nackin, who's uh, recently broke headlines for being one of the first female assistant coaches in the, the MLB. There's just, there's zero room to have that stuff in baseball and also just in all of sports and in everyday life too. Just not tolerable. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I know, I mean... It's different, different story, but you know, especially with the Jared Porter news, it's it's not a good look for baseball. That's for sure. Yeah, and there's there's like you said it perfectly. There's no room in baseball for this, and I would hope that you know baseball takes action. I'm not sure if they've done anything so far. Um, you can step in and tell me if they have, but um, you know, I I doubt he gets a job for no, I doubt he'll I doubt he'll ever be in a, a uniform again 
Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, I, I guess we'll we'll shift it over to, to, you know, baseball. Um, I mean that kind of. I mean, just no room in baseball for this kind of leads into another point. No room in baseball for Angel Hurts, man. What is he doing? Oh yeah, the plate? yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> what know what he's he doing, doing behind the plate, man. I, I just, know. <laughs> he's notorious he, it, for just being a bad umpire. He's just the worst. I. I mean, he's got to have been an ump for at least 15, 20 years now. And I think he, as far as the, his reputation with the fans and the players, it is, it is not good. I got to give him credit for at least going out there and, and knowing he's going to get yelled out probably every single night and still, still have to deal with it, you know? Um, But he he looked like he was in mid season form already. Yeah. That spring train call. What was it? Was the angels playing? I'm not really sure. But it was just it was the worst call I've that I mean the ball was like the pitch was right down the middle, man. It was yeah. It was like you could you don't even have to be an umpire to see that was a strike, you know? Oh no. Um not yeah, that was you know, the video is pretty funny. I know the announcers uh God, I think it was the Cardinals, I wanna say. I, I, I forgot what game he was umping, but, you know, the announcers were already clowning Angel Hernandez. They're like, oh, looks like Angel Angel Hernandez is already in midseason form. Yeah. I mean, as they, should, <laughs> though, as they should. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's I mean, again, there's that argument about robot umpires. What do you what do you think about that? Uh, I, I don't like robot umpires. I like to yell, like, yell out the umpire, you know. I, I think the element in baseball of umpires always – it needs to be there. Um, I think when you – like, because that's, that's what makes baseball different. Uh, I mean, and sports different is, you know, there's the element of, of humans officiating the game. Like, if you had, a, for example, a ref officiating an NBA game and they got every single call correct – you know, I, I don't know how you would think about that, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't like the idea and I, I like to, you know, talk crap about Angel Hernandez. Yeah. I mean, I, I like seeing the managers up. get out there and, yeah. and put trash cans on home plate. So <laughs> yeah, I got a little stat pulled up Um, in 2019, which is a 162 game season pre COVID umpires made a uh, three 34,294 incorrect balls and strikes, which is about 14 per game. So you can imagine, I mean, what umpires are going through, but I mean, umpires make the game fun. You know, it's what makes, again, it's what makes baseball, baseball, you know, it just can't, it's, it's just going to look weird if you see a diamond with, you know, nine defenders and nobody behind the catcher calling balls and strikes, you know, it's coming from upstairs with a, like an electronic device. No, it's just yeah well yeah. i can tell you this we definitely could have used a electronic umpire in the in our last game of the season that's for sure oh yeah or did, <laughs> i i don't know who was behind the plate against that game against the padres our last oh game. yeah the austin slater strike three down the season yeah i remember that's, that that's the game state. it was a looking mm-hmm. strike i think it was i think it was low and he brought it back up and they called him out on it but that was brutal yeah well that wasn't even the only he missed not like yet. he rung up three different three different guys on not not strikes um but i mean i don't know it would have been cool to see them play the dodgers but I mean, we yeah, blew I it mean, thanks to sam sam coonrod <laughs> hope sam you're having hope you're having a good time in philadelphia <laughs> right now buddy yeah <laughs> i mean um 
Yeah, that was brutal. I mean, and also not to forget Trevor Gott for the I had two versus the A's, and then they put him in, and the, the former giant Tommy Lastella did it to him with the walk-off in uh, Anaheim. So, I mean, we win one of those games, and we, we face the Dodgers in the, yeah. the wild card round. So. Yeah, that is true. Well, I, I guess, uh, you know, not talking about the past, let's, let's talk about, you know, what we've seen so far from, from, the, from our guys. Um, so, I know, I mean, God, Posey, it just looked great to see him out there, huh? I know yeah. I, I was super pumped. He looked, I mean, he just had that beautiful opposite field swing that, that, that all, all sides of the field approach that he always has, man. He just hit a, just a little shot into right field, got a single, but um, just seeing him, just seeing his name pop up on the screen, you know, just seeing him step in, step into the box and take a swing for Giants fans. It's like, we haven't seen that in if what feels like ages, you know? Yeah, dude. I, I know. I, uh, um, yeah, I, we haven't, seen, <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen him, uh, in play in God, what, like a year now? Is it, Cause he opted out last year. Because he opted out of the 60 games. So it's been like a year and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a year and a half. And I think that, uh, I mean, even if his numbers aren't going to be there, uh, like, the, I mean, like he was when he was his MVP season, I think he, hit like 317, 20, yeah. 28 home runs. But, you know, it's just great to see him back there. I, I think it'll really help the young our young pitching staff um, or somewhat young pitching staff. And, you know, he's going to be able to develop Barton, hopefully uh, Patrick Bailey too, wherever they'll end up. So, yeah, I mean, Barton, very excited to see, man. I mean, I think he'll start in the minors this year, but – we got him and uh, Patrick Bailey, two very exciting young prospects on the come up, both at the catcher position. So, I mean, I could maybe see Bart or Bailey. I mean, Bart's a really good defense, defensive catcher, but I mean, I mean, if Posey's staying for the rest of his career, Posey will probably play one bag and then they go, those guys could platoon or we'll see what uh, Farhan and Kapler decide to, to do in the future with those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of competition. I've I've always been a big, 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 big believer when, you know, whenever there's competition in sports, whether it's like a QB battle or even a position battle. I mean, a QB battle is a position battle, but that it always makes the guys better. You know, it if if you're competing against against guys who are are, are trying to take your spot as well, it's gonna bring each other up. So yeah, good things to look forward to. The best. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I know, like, I I think Bart went two for two the other day. Uh, so it looks like he's fixing his swing a bit. Uh, I know I was pretty frustrated watching him last season. It seemed like every time he got up, there was someone on base, you know, whether it was second or third, and he just never could bring him home. He'd always fly out or give a <laughs> hit it right back to the linebacker or the linebacker, God, the pitcher. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's fixed, fixed his swing a bit. No, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, if, if you're talking about one of the most kind of, I know behind Adley Rutschman for the Orioles out of Oregon state, Joey Bart's the second, um, he's the second best catching prospect in all baseball. And if he, um, if he can start hitting, man, he's got the tools to, to be a great one. You know, he, he, he's a great defensive catcher. As we saw, he's got a great arm. He can hit for power. He he needs to hit for average more. He needs to 
put more uh, contact. He strikes out a lot. Um, I know he's he's bad in maybe low 200s or high 190s last season. Just if he developed getting you know more more solid contact, he would he's going to be a great one for years to come for the Giants. Yeah, exactly, and that that's you know I I understand that he was you know last season was kind of his learning season, so I cut him a little slack. Um, and you know, he, he, he didn't do as bad as I, as you know, as I stated earlier, he hit 233, which is pretty good considering, you know, it was his first season in the big leagues. Uh, and it was kind of a weird season as well. And Posey wasn't there to help him out. So I think he's on the come up. That's, that's the main takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope I, I hope he'll be back in, uh, in the giants, uh, uniform this i he's got to be back in the season 2021 um it's a full 162 so i bet we'll see him maybe see a little bit of helio ramos towards the end of the season um one of the top giants outfielder prospects yeah yeah i think probably you got i i think august is when they um switch and you know it becomes a 25 to 40 man roster so i i wouldn't doubt us seeing a ramos up there i know uh today actually they they um they 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 released that the triple a season and i assume it will probably affect affect double a and and single a is being delayed for a month um so that kind of struck me off guard not quite sure what's going to go on there but um but yeah, I, I think Helio Ramos should be up. Bart, uh, I doubt Patrick Bailey. I mean, I I, I doubt um, Hunter Bishop. They'll they'll need some more time. Um, but yeah, I mean, those those guys are our future. So you know, we're getting to see him a bit during spring training right now. I know uh, Marco Luciano didn't look too great today. Over three with three Ks. Um, but he was he, taking hacks though. He was taking hacks. <laughs> He was I taking mean, you gotta, hacks. You got to love the confidence. You got to love the confidence. He was, I think, 0 for 3 with three strikeouts or 0 for yeah. 2. With, but, I mean, he, he was going up there swinging. He didn't – he wasn't looking to take – he wasn't looking to take pitches. He was going up there, get it, get it, kind of just whatever you see, just just <laughs> just swing for the fences type of, type of player right there. Yep, yep. I uh, know. Uh, I mean, God, his last at bat – Pitchers threw him all pretty much, I think, all fastballs right down the cock. Um, and he, he was just hacking. And I, I love to see that out of out of him. Uh, I think that, you know, he's he's young. He plays with swagger. He's, he's got all the tools that's there. I think it's it'll it'll take a little bit of time. But I think I think once he clicks, I mean, I think it's I think going to the moon. Stud. I think he'll moon. be a stud, man. Yeah, yeah I hope so. so. So, I mean, more back to the Giants side of things. Um, I mean, Kapler recently came out and said, you know, uh, Tommy Lestell and Yaz are going to be the new the new kind of one-two punch of the at the top of the Giants lineup. He said that'll be that'll be a little sneaky kind of one-two. What do you uh, what do you thinking on that? Yeah, I, I I you know when I initially heard uh, uh, Kapler say this, you know, I was thinking I was thinking that. Uh, uh, belt was either going to be lead off or at the two. I mean, belt is notorious for having like the best eye in baseball <laughs> and definitely on the giants. So he can definitely run the pitch count up, but I mean, the Stella's looking great so far. He had a, he was able to 
uh, I believe, uh, had two at bats, had a walk and a hit, or maybe just one. But you know, I'm loving at least Lestella at one. You know, the guy he's got good speed, lefty, uh, can face guys like Bauer, get their pitch count up, and then right after them, you know, got a runner on, and then Yaz can come up. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm thinking towards the season we'll probably see Belt at two, and then Yaz at three, just because Yaz tends to, or at least last year, had the most power out of everyone on the team. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know. I'm starting to. I'm a, I'm more optimistic. Uh, you know this this podcast and we were last. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, talk about um, talk about three guys that are just great at grinding at bats and running at pitch counts is Yaz, Tom, and Stella and Bell, man. Um, especially with just these really like good rotations, such as the Padres, um, the Dodgers, not so much the D-backs and the the Rockies in the NL West, but. I mean, the Giants, the Giants are going to need to get to the bullpen, the opposing pens. So, I mean, if we can grind out pitches from those, like if Bell were to bat three, if we can grind out, you know, 20 high, like high team uh, pitches in an inning, that, I mean, that'll help us out a lot. That'll help us out definitely a lot. Yeah, I, I agree with you 110% there. I, I think that, you know, I'm trying to tap into Farhan's mind a little bit. I think, you know, He's, he's thinking, you know, at least with the La Stella signing, you know, one of the, you said it last podcast, he's a guy who doesn't strike out, you know. Um, he has a really good walk to um, strikeout ratio. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of what he's kind of looking for right now. Uh, you know, he realizes, you know, we got we got all these studs uh, start or we're going to be facing uh, to start the game. And, you know, one of a good, one of the best ways to beat them is, you know, get their pitch count up. Even if you can't really beat them, you can beat them if you get their pitch count up. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I think that Belts, uh, y- uh, Yaz, and Lestella will, will be able to do that. Um, it, it'll, it'll just be a matter of, you know, new guys being able to come along and them meshing together well. Yeah. I mean, um, I remember last year, Yastrzemski let off right? He was our leadoff hitter for uh, most of the years. Yeah. So, I mean, if we can see him hitting behind like a La Stella or behind even in a three hole, I mean, he was doing, he was putting up numbers. He was probably our leader in probably all offensive categories or most of them at least. Um, I mean, if he, we can see him doing that behind uh, like a guy like La Stella who gets on a guy like Bell who gets on a lot. Um, I mean, we could see the offense, the giant offense take a big leap, you know? Yeah, man, I, I, I don't think it can get, I mean, last season, you know, we surprisingly did well as far as our numbers go offensively. I think that, um, you know, I think we should be able to sustain, like, uh, sustain it this year. Um, I really do. I, I think that it's going to take some grinding, but, um, you know, we, La Stella should help, uh, hopefully Dubon, uh, you know, I, I know he, the last five or six games of the season, he started playing really well. So he's going to be a huge key is, uh, this year. Um, but, you know, I, I you know, it, it's it's good to, you know, uh, uh, you know, know that, you know, we, we're probably not going to do that great. But also, you know, if we don't do that great and we end up beating, sweeping the Dodgers one time, that might be a World Series or 
our our World Series. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of win, I guess, in a way. I think. I mean, I think a huge part of um the Giants this year is going to be just kind of the consistency at the plate. You know, last year we were um very inconsistent at the plate. Some days we'll put up few zero to two runs some games will put up a few remember i mean um we were playing in denver when uh alex at dickerson had three runs we put up 23 runs i mean i know that doesn't happen like in baseball like at all but i think if the giants can put up you know anywhere from four to six seven runs a game i think you know i think we could surprise some teams i think the staff is um, the pitching staff definitely got a little bit better um with Again, like Aaron Sanchez, D. Scafani, Alex Wood, Jake McGee out of the pen. We're getting Reyes Moranta back. I mean, I think if the offense can stay consistent at the plate and the bullpen can kind of play how they did last year, minus those that stretch where we gave blew those games, I think you know I think we could surprise surprise some teams this year. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do too, and I think that you know, you know, you can't just teams shouldn't just come out and expect to to win every night against the Giants. I think that we got some grinders on the team. And, uh, yeah, we got some experience. We also got some young guys as well. Um, so I know I got the – I actually got the projections pulled up right here. I know all of them are a little bit different, but at least according to MLB.com, they, they, they have the Dodgers winning the pennant – or not the – I mean, they have the Dodgers winning the pennant too, but they have the Dodgers winning the division as well. They gave them a 78% chance to win. Uh, following that, they got the Padres at 21%. And other than that, it's it's 0%. Uh, so, you know, the division's pretty much up to the Padres and Dodgers, according to most analysts. And, you know, I, I'm really excited to watch them compete. I know I kept stressing it last, last podcast. Uh, but, you know, I, I – uh, yeah – but yeah, but I mean, besides the the only thing about this year, we we don't have that third wild card spot. So I mean, be there's gonna be an absolute dog fight for those for those two wild card spots. And I mean, I think whoever doesn't get in the NL West, it, whether it be the Padres or the Dodgers, one of those teams will get that wild card spot. And I mean, this year there's just a lot of very solid teams and there's a lot of good teams and a lot of divisions especially in the nl this year so i mean that uh that wild card race is going to be very fun to watch and you know optimistic me says you know the giants you know hopefully can get up there but realistic me says i mean i mean i think we'll be like eight games behind at the end of the season i yeah i think yeah. we'll i think we'll we'll do our little giant thing where we just go on a run every july <laughs> We go on like this little tear where we're like, we get our hopes up and then we kind of just, you know, blow everything yeah. at the end of the year. Yep. Yep. Nah, I, that's funny you said that because I'm pretty sure the past few years we've gone on. I mean, I, I can remember, uh, God, it was probably 2019 summer when we had won like eight in a row or something, nine in a row with Bochi. And there was, I don't, was there there was a pretty realistic shot or somewhat of a shot would make the the a wild card and then everything kind of just everything kind of just we just took our foot off the gas pedal um and same thing happened last year so i i know for me as far as like other teams that i'm looking forward to watching i mean i'll be watching all the teams but i i'm really high on the blue jays and in the white Sox. i mean 
as, as far as the Blue Jays go, you know, I think them picking up uh, George Springer uh, and Marcus uh, Simeon and and Market that's a huge signing right there. I love like, Marcus I mean, Simeon along with their young young talent such as you know, Kevin Biggio, Vlad Guerrero, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., uh, Bo Bichette. And didn't, uh, didn't they pick up Hinjin Ryu too as well? I think. Yeah, so they got Ryu, and they also got this flamethrower out of uh, – I, I don't know where he's out of. Uh, I can't remember. He was up for a little bit um, uh, this or last year. He's like 6'6", 250, just – I mean, freaking flamethrower. Uh, he's, he, he sits 98, 100 miles an hour with a like a 12'6 hook, slider, changeup. Um, so they got to, you know, they, I think they're going to be able to compete and I really am high on them this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, as you're talking about the White Sox, um, they still got all their guys back and they even added uh, Liam Hendricks. I mean, I did he, he might've won reliever of the year last year from the A's. They gave him, a, they gave him the bag to come to pitch in Chicago. And I, I think um, they were that one closer. Hey, now like they got the offense. They got a. They got pretty good pitching. I mean, um, yeah, they're they're a really good team. But uh, one guy who very who really interests me for that team, uh, Garrett Crochet, out of Tennessee. He was their first round pick. He was he was up for them last year, right when he got or he got drafted that year and went up. And he was he was thrown hard and got injured. But he was he's a good little player. Yeah, I, I I had heard the name before. I remember when he got drafted out of Tennessee. They thought he was like a. He was, he was supposed to be like a five tool guy, correct? Yeah, Four or he five. Throws yeah, hard. yeah, he's got good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry, not not a five tool guy. My bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really high on the the White Sox, Blue Jays. So I'm expecting them to you know do better as far as the projections go that I'm that I'm seeing. Um, so is there any other is there any teams that you're pretty high on that a lot of people aren't talking about? I mean, um, if we're thinking about the NL, I mean, I think a lot of people are talking about, like, you know, the, the Dodgers, the Padres. Um, but, I mean, I really like the the this year, you know. They they kind of kept their same roster. They brought Zuna, but, you know, they're still young. They got, you know, Acuna, Max, uh, Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman, uh, you know, Max Fry, who's become a good – they got a really good staff. They're still young. I mean, I think they could – I think they'll win their respective division. And, um, yeah, man, I think – I don't really think that there's that many surprising teams. You know, you got the Mets, the Cardinals who just picked up Arenado, which makes them good, which makes them, you know, serious contenders for that uh, for that pennant. Yeah. Well, you forgot uh, – sorry, I, I got to chip in. But, you know, the Braves also added Charlie Morton. So I know that yeah. he's got outstanding stuff. I know he's pitching in the World Series for the Rays. So he's gonna he's gonna add on to that amazing pitching staff with Max Fried, uh, and you know they're gonna be a really good combo. Uh, so I'm high on them as well. I, I don't really I think the NL East might be one of the best divisions yeah. uh, in baseball. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Marlins again. I know. We we just got a small glimpse of them, but they got some studs on that team. A lot of a lot of guys no one's ever heard of, but they're, they're really young too. Really I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, talk about like prospects. Um, they got Sixto Sanchez, um, Luis Brinson, 
So they got, I mean, talk about like a really good kind of up on the come up team. It's a lot of guys who you probably haven't heard of before, but I mean, it's a lot of guys who her studs, you know, who are really good, really solid players. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, geez, like Brinson, I think he was God, his name's been out there for a while, but he hasn't really I think he's been up and down, but I mean, God, he's like six five, two twenty. Dude can absolutely smash the ball. Um, then you also got the Phillies who I think they re-signed uh JT Real Muto. Uh, so he'll be their catcher again. Um, they also got Harper. So I mean, NL East is definitely is definitely gonna compete against each other this year and be really competitive. Yeah, man. Um, I I mean, I think baseball is just you know it's spread out. You know, I mean, besides the Dodgers, you know, the Padres. There's a lot of there's a lot of very good, very kind of well built rosters uh, in the MLB this year. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Yep, it will be fun to watch, and you know, I I think as spring training starts up, uh, at least over this past week, I think more and more people are hopefully going to get uh, excited about the season, and you know, we'll see we'll see some at least as far as the Giants go, we'll see uh, you know Luciano play, we'll see Bailey play, hopefully I think Bishop as well. So good things to look forward to. I know things are kind of slow, but you know, it, it's good as far as I. You know, we started the podcast, you know, COVID numbers are low. People are getting vaccinated. We'll hopefully have fans this season. So, yeah, I, I think good, good things to look forward to. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really awesome season. I think 30 days away and I've, I've really never been more excited to watch a baseball season than I am right now. So I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, Jordan. I, uh, I enjoyed doing this and uh, we'll be back at it for uh, we'll be we'll be doing it again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Peace.